Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and Happy New Year. I know that we had our New Year's episode last time, but we are officially in the new year. It is 2022. How are we all feeling? A new year, so many thoughts. What's new with me? My New Year's Eve was actually very, very great, kind of unexpected. I ended up just staying in with my boyfriend in our apartment very low-key, but honestly a really, really good time and kind of a fun, different way to rain in the new year than I've ever done before. I usually go out, get dressed up, and don't get me wrong, I love doing all of that. It is so fun for me, but this was a nice change of pace. We were supposed to be able to see fireworks from our apartment, but it was very, very foggy, so we couldn't see a thing. We could only hear the fireworks, but nonetheless, we had champagne, rained in the new year, watched a new year's movie, and said hello to 2022. Also last week, my mom was in Chicago, which was so incredibly fun for me. I loved having her visit so much. It was just so nice for her to see all that we've done here, what the place looks like, some of my favorite places to go. Shopping with my mom is one of my all-time favorite things to do, so we got to do that on Michigan Avenue. Just had a really fun time with her. I wish she could have stayed longer, but I know that she's going to come back. And I think it's going to be kind of fun for her to come back when the weather's warmer too, because there's even more that we can do in Chicago when it's warm out. So I'm looking forward to her next visit. Other than that, I didn't share this with you guys because it was a special episode last week, but my boyfriend's dad and his brother were also able to visit us here. That was so fun. They spent the holidays here. We watched so many holiday movies, listened to records. They brought my boyfriend's family dogs, which was a very fun and hectic time. They are two huge dogs. I love them so much, but they're a lot of work for sure, and they like to wake up a little bit earlier than we do. But it was still really nice to have them here. It made the place feel even more homey, if that makes sense. I don't know, if people have dogs, you know what I mean. When there are dogs around, it just feels like the place is more like a home. I really want my mom next time that she comes to bring my little dog Luna. I think she would thrive in this apartment. That's really all that's new with me. Just getting back into the swing of things at work this week. It's been a little bit challenging, but also it's been good. A new year, I feel like, has the opportunity to rejuvenate a lot of people, which just puts everybody on the right foot forward starting off in January. And of course, with this being the first full week of January, the first full week of the new year, we have already started on working on some of those things that we were talking about last week. One in particular, I will get into a little bit later in this episode. But before we get into all of that, let's get right into what's hot. One thing on the list this week, but it is one that so many people have been talking about, so many outlets have covered it, and that is the Harry Potter 20th Anniversary Return to Hogwarts special. If you guys don't know what this is, this is something that came out on HBO Max to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter. If you're not a huge Harry Potter fan, totally okay. I feel like I fall somewhere in the middle. I really like the movies, and I even did go to the premieres of the book releases. My mom really loved to do that with us as kids. I have to say, I didn't read them. Kinda sad. Maybe I should read them now. I just wasn't an avid reader as a kid, which is funny now because I loved being in a book club. 
I definitely read way more now, but I just didn't really have a knack for it as a kid. But regardless, like I said, I really enjoyed the movies, which is what this whole special was really about. I thought they did a really great job with it. So many of the actors, the cast, the crew, the directors, the producers, they all showed up for this, shared their memories, talked through their feelings about it, how it started, where it went, their feelings about it ending. You could tell this was a very, very special and unique project that none of them really had an experience that compared to this previous to it or after it. It was kind of like documentary style, also showing behind the scenes, talking through a lot of the scenes, they broke it down by movie, by characters, they really covered it all. It was really cute how they started it, they had these letters that they gave to people, and people came on the train, and they all met at Hogwarts. The whole thing remained story-like, just like the movies. I think they managed to keep a good amount of that within the special. It was pretty crazy watching it, because it makes you think about the fact that they were just little kids. Like tiny, tiny little kids making this amazing thing come to life by just working on this kind of intense playground. Within this, you got to see a snippet of their auditions, which I thought was super cool. I personally love seeing auditions. It's something that I actually seek out a fair amount on my own. I just think it's really cool to see how it all started. I also loved when they talked about putting them all together for their audition and how it just felt like they clicked as soon as they got to read together. It's just very sentimental to watch these people that grew up together. And I'm not even the hugest fan and it still touched me. So I can't even imagine the diehards out there that love Harry Potter more than anything, that know every single thing about it. I'm sure this was an incredible experience to get this kind of insight. Another thing that I really loved about this special is that they did an in-loving memory tribute to those that have passed since the making of these films. I know it's the kind of thing that you see at a lot of award shows, but I think to do it not only for the fans, but also for the cast, for the crew, for the ones that knew these individuals on a personal level, I think that was a really beautiful way of honoring them to put that in the special. Because now this special, their tribute, this piece of content, it lives on forever. Another part of it, which was a large part of it, was when Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint all sat in the same room, discussed their experiences, discussed what they didn't discuss when they were kids, when they were going through this all together, and sharing some things that they were feeling on an individual level that they were all feeling, but just didn't know that each other were feeling it. Specifically, there was a part when Emma Watson was talking about not coming back for the final movies and how the fame just became really intense. And then Rupert shared that he was feeling something very similar. And then Daniel Radcliffe brought up a great point that at 14, what kid is going to ask each other, are you doing okay? Or how are you feeling about all of this? You know, that's not top of mind to ask when you're 14 years old. So the fact that they were all going through this, something so extreme, so out of the ordinary for any kid, and they all, from what it seems at least, grew into pretty incredible individuals. And they spoke a lot about how they were treated on set, that there was a lot of care to make sure that one, they were still able to act like kids, 
And two, they weren't treated so much like kids that they felt like they were being spoken down to, which I feel like is a very thin line to walk. But somehow, some way, the people that they worked with were able to provide that kind of environment. And I think it probably did help that they did view each other as family. The cast, the crew, the directors, all of them, everyone just speaks so highly about each other and that they were so close to one another, like no other bond they've ever felt before. Someone spoke on how unique it was, this kind of idea, it's like you're watching your children grow into adults. Even though obviously these kids weren't related to people on set, but people did truly view them kind of like their kids. And to be able to see them grow like that, that's incredible. And then us from an audience perspective, to see that growth as well, to grow up with them, that's a really special thing too. Which is why I feel like so many people feel so tied to these movies, to these characters. Because if there are characters in a show or a movie that are growing up at the same time that you are, and then you see a concrete end to their story, it becomes really emotional. It feels like a part of your life is closing too. I had a sense of feeling that when watching this special. And again, there are people that are way, way, way huger fans than I am. But I will say that this special definitely made me want to watch these movies again. So it is very possible that that is what I'm going to be doing with my weekend. Stay tuned, I'll let you guys know. If you guys want to check it out, the thing that so many people are talking about right now, watch it for yourself. Again, Harry Potter 20th Anniversary Return to Hogwarts on HBO Max. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good. Continuing on with content, I have a movie to share that I was so excited to watch. There was so much anticipation around it, mostly because it was going to be the first time that I have gone back to a movie theater to watch a movie in, I think, two years, which is wild. I love going to movie theaters. I have always loved it. It is something that me and my family did so much when I was younger, and I just brought that right into my adult life. Unfortunately, because of the circumstances that we have been in for a while now, I, like everyone else, have not been able to go to a movie theater. But I finally ventured to one this past week. It was a marvelous experience. And I saw House of Gucci. Here's your summary. When Patrizia Reggiani, an outsider from humble beginnings, marries into the Gucci family, her unbridled ambition begins to unravel the family legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately, murder. Dun dun dun. Very dramatic, but it kind of was a dramatic story, you guys. I gotta say, I found it very entertaining. Of course, I loved it for the fashion, for the beautiful scenery all around. The acting, I personally thought, was very good. Some I thought hit the mark a little bit more than others, but it starred Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Salma Hayek, Al Pacino. Definitely a star-studded cast. There was some controversy around it because there are descendants that are still living and they had some things to say about it. They were not very happy about the portrayal. To be honest, I feel like that happens every single time a movie is put out. 
about a family that is still living. That is the very, very tricky thing about releasing something when there are descendants, which I think sometimes you have the opportunity to get the story even more right if you do tap into them for more knowledge about the subject. But also because this involved a murder, I think it was a little bit trickier in that respect. All I know is that the family did not really have great things to say about the film, but in my opinion, it was to be expected. That isn't to say that it isn't warranted. I just think unless there is a concrete collaboration, there's bound to be contention there. If you guys want to see it, again, I thought that it was a very entertaining watch. And I don't know, I kind of liked seeing Lady Gaga again in a film. I think the last time we saw her was in A Star Is Born. I could be wrong, maybe she was in something else, maybe I just wasn't keeping up. But it was fun to see her again in this movie. Highly anticipated, I believe it is still only in theaters, so if you feel comfortable going to a theater, can do so safely, go see it for yourself. But of course, if you do want to wait to watch it in the comfort of your own home, I am sure that they are going to be streaming it very, very soon. So make sure to look out for that. Alright guys, next up on what's good is an item that I got with my mom when she was here. Actually, she got it for me, and it is something that I've wanted for so, so long, and I am so grateful that she got it for me. It was such a surprise. She did not have to get it for me at all, but it has made my life significantly better, and that is a Barefoot Dreams blanket. You guys have heard me talk about wanting one of these. I feel like I put it on so many gift guides, even though I don't have one for myself. So that's when you know when I'm recommending something that I don't even have. I don't do that often, you guys. But I had a good feeling that I would love it because I have a robe from them. Everyone raves about these blankets. And I'm here to tell you, they are 120% worth it. The one that I have is the Cozy Chic Throw Blanket. It's so soft, you guys. I wish you guys could feel what they felt like through my voice right now. But honestly, no real need because they do sell them at so many places now. In store, online, if you feel like you need to feel it before you buy it. They have them at Nordstrom. They have them at Bloomingdale's. The one that I got specifically was from Nordstrom but they sell the same one everywhere. Check them out, invest in one for yourself, or get one for somebody that you love. It seriously makes any situation so much comfier. The next item that I have for what's good was a holiday present from my boyfriend. Something that I really, really needed. Also something that I put on my gift guide, which I said you can never go wrong with these. And this is exactly proof of that because I am over the moon excited about these. He got me Beats Studio wireless noise canceling headphones in the color shadow gray. I love them so much. Like I said, I was definitely in need of some new headphones specifically for editing because if you do not have comfortable over the ear headphones, not on ear, over the ear so they don't push on your ear, then it makes the editing process 10 times harder. You just need something that you can wear on your head for a long, long time. That's just the reality and now I have exactly that, which makes the editing process both more manageable 
and more fun because I have new really cool headphones that I love to wear. Win-win all around. So thank you to both my mom and my boyfriend for providing the what's good items this week because my life is just better with a comfy blanket and comfy headphones in it. Last up for what's good, your songs of the week, Saturday Sun by Vance Joy, The Long Way Home by Cosmo, spelled C-O-Z-M-O-E, and Briggs by Mike Maines and the Branches. All of these really great, really fun songs, of course, you can find them, say it with me now, on Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. Alright guys, we are rounding out our first episode of 2022 with Need to Know Basis. The topic for this week, closely related to something that I talked about last week, which is to get more clarity. Now hear me out how this topic all relates back to that. I was thinking this week, I don't know if I heard it on a TV show, or I heard somebody say it randomly somewhere, but you guys know the phrase, don't cry over spilled milk? Well, it is 2022, and I am here to change that phrase to cry over spilled coffee. Alright, one, because I don't like milk and I love coffee, but two, because this year, I want to be so honest about what's making me unhappy, even if it's as small as my coffee spilling. And I want to be clear that this is not about complaining over the little things. What it's about is realizing what things make you sad or upset. And once you realize that, you can actively change them in your life. Now, I am very aware that spilling your coffee isn't something that would actually necessarily make you cry. Well, although, I don't really know. I guess it could make you cry if you're having a really bad day. I can envision that happening. But the point is really just to listen to yourself and to your feelings. It's so easy to push things down and tell yourself and other people that they're not a big deal. And sometimes they're not. But that doesn't mean you can't give them attention if you feel like you want or need to. So many times, I feel like we console other people on their small issues, and we forget to show ourselves that same kindness. So when I heard this person say this, and I was thinking more about it, and I was reflecting on all that it meant to me, I looked up the phrase, don't cry over spilled milk, and the actual meaning of it. The Google definition of the phrase is there's no point to being upset over something that has already happened and cannot be changed. While I think that's valid in some cases, I don't think it is for all. Mostly because you can try to prevent that feeling from happening again if you recognize why it happened in the first place. It's probably not the milk or the coffee spilling that made you upset. That's probably not the thing. But why did that set you off at all? That's the thing to explore. That's the thing that you should not ignore. So bringing this full circle of why this relates to 2022 and my hope for clarity for myself, if we're going to achieve the year of clarity, all of us together, we need to know what makes us upset and express it as best we can to ourselves and to others. So cry over spilled coffee. If it means it's going to help you find out why you're crying in the first place, cry. 
Maybe you're just sad you wasted a cup of good coffee, and honestly, that is reason enough to make me sad I've been there. I'm kind of kidding, but also I'm not. Have you ever spilled your coffee that you just bought? It is terrible. Anyways, the point is, honesty about feelings leads to clarity. One step at a time, one validated feeling at a time, one tear in your coffee at a time. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope that you are staying strong in the first week of the new year. Do something for yourself this weekend, something that makes you extremely happy. Say something nice to a stranger. Cry over spilt coffee. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 